Welcome to another episode of Lady and Some Dudes podcast. I'm your host for today, Alan, filling in for Dion and Evan. And today is going to be our NFL episode. Now, obviously, we know the draft took place on Thursday, but interesting news came out earlier that day. Now, there was a, rep- a report that uh, Aaron Rodgers said, I ain't coming back. I don't care who's there. I'm not coming back. Now, we know who's been carrying the load for the Packers for all these years. Um, he's the reigning MVP. Uh, he's been to back-to-back NFC championships. And, you know, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? But the thing is this. He doesn't want to come back. And he feels like he's been disrespected. Now, as we know, if he doesn't come back, obviously the Packers are going to have to trade him, right? Or it's also been acknowledged that he might even consider retirement. Now, the only way that he may come back, according to reports, is that the Packers GM is let go. Now, if that if that's true or not, I don't know. But I'm going to just throw it to either Phil or Calvin. How do you guys feel about this? Do you think he's going to get traded by the Packers or do you think he's just going to retire and just go just go ahead and host jeopardy what y'all think i don't i don't think he's gonna retire at all i think it's a real sticky situation going on over there in green bay you know of course he felt like the 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 first the first disrespectful move was i guess hiring that coach and i guess they didn't consult him on that coach when they got rid of um what's his name uh mccarthy i think it is from uh the Dallas head coach now. So I feel like that was the first problem. Then the second problem was when they drafted that quarterback, you know, in the first round, quarterback in the first round, instead of getting him receivers, um, he's in, you know, he's still, I believe he's still in the prime uh, of his career, uh, especially in the sense where you talk about Tom Brady playing until his forties. So anytime you got a generational talent, like Aaron Rodgers, I feel like you gotta, you gotta give him, um, a lot more control than what Green Bay uh, is trying to relinquish. So um, I, I, I think that he will get traded. I think that he will get traded. And um, I don't think he'll get traded where he wants to go. But I think he'll get traded because he's going to pull one of those James Hardens. We're not going to show up for anything. And then somebody's going to throw in everything, including the kitchen sink, um, to acquire a talent like Aaron Rodgers because they see people like Tom Brady still winning championships in his forties. So because of those reasons, I think he will get traded. I don't think he'll be playing in the Packers uniform. I'm going to say because of the history of green Bay, he's not coming back. They uh, rumors are that he, he asked the GM, Hey, I want more input. And they told him, I don't know if it's this GM or previous. I think it's this GM. And they told him, shut up and go play football. For that moment, Aaron Rodgers knew how it feels to be a man of color. They told him, shut up and go play football. He is the franchise. He's the only reason you have hope to be, to be even make the playoff. I think he missed the playoff probably once, and that was when he got injured. And they blatantly disrespect him, and he finally said, this is the final straw. So, one, I think last year was the first time they drafted a first-round receiver for him. If anybody wants to know who Aaron Rodgers would look like, 
think of if they did what if the Green Bay Packers did what they did for Pat Mahone at Kansas City. If they have given Aaron Rodgers an elite of elite top three in the NFL, top two, maybe sometimes, the receivers they gave Pat Mahone, he will be in the Super Bowl. Or offensive weapons, he will be in the Super Bowl practically almost every year. But what they tend to do is rely so much on 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 him making guys who are normal anyplace else as superstars, and they rely upon that. So I think he's not going to come back. I think he may be going to the 49ers or maybe the Broncos because the Broncos, the best time, and they, they messed up the whole thing. The best time they should have traded him was during the draft. They could have picked up a quarterback. They could have picked up a new quarterback. They could have got draft picks. They could have built around. But now what are they going to get? So once again, Green Bay fumbled the bag. They should, they should receive fumbled the bag award. So Denver, I think, might have felt like they're going to get him because they didn't pick giraffe for quarterback. So we will see what's going to happen. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is coming back unless they fire the GM. And I, I do believe that's probably the story. If they don't fire the GM, they, they two are not going to work together. He's, he's, it's a wrap for Aaron Rodgers. He's out. You know, I don't... If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to just say, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I've made the money... I'm the MVP. The money from the endorsements are still going to come in. I don't got to worry about studying and tape no more. As long as I get the, as long as I, you know what I'm saying? Get to do Jeopardy and everything else. I'm sitting out because for one, I don't think, I don't think they're going to fire the GM for one. Number two, I also believe like how you mentioned the Broncos, the Broncos, they're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation, but they just received Teddy Bridgewater and they still trying to groom Drew Locke. Now you also mentioned Trey Lance to the Niners, but I think the whole issue is, and Kevin mentioned it, that you need to be able to get Aaron Roger weapons, right? And they said this past season, Tavon Austin was the very first, first round pick that he's ever thrown the ball to like as a receiver. And Think about how many years that Tavon Austin has actually been in the league, right? And so my whole thing is this, like, with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, your whole focus should be win now. This is our window. And the fact that they're starting to worry about moving forward instead of focusing on the now when you still got a player like Aaron Rodgers still in the prime of his career, it doesn't make any sense to worry about, oh, we need to worry about the future immediately. Now, if Aaron Rodgers is kind of like uncertain of what his future is going to be, you know what I'm saying, like years prior, but, you know, he's he's turned down an extension. What's the point of even coming back, right? So I think they, they need to trade him, but I don't know what is it going to take. Like, you're basically going to have to throw the bank at them in order for this to happen. So... We'll just have to see what happens uh, moving forward because it's going to be an interesting offseason. I mean, it's only May. Anything can happen between now and before training camp. But he may still be on the roster, but he, of course, isn't going to pull up. Now, let's transition um, outside of, you know, with the Aaron Rodgers news. Later, 
Thursday evening, we had the NFL draft, right? And so, of course, the obvious, Trevor Lawrence from Clemson went number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Zach Wilson and Trey Lance went two and three to the Jets and the Niners. And then everything else got a little bit more interesting. Now, I just want to ask Kelvin and Phil, um, you don't have to answer all three, but who do you think your winners or your losers or your surprises of the draft are? <laughs> so with a lose with the Giants. <laughs> Losers, man. Like they were so thirsty for my guy, Devontae Smith. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> yeah, horrible. They were so thirsty, man. It was like, it was like they had like what was, you guys had a 12th pick or 11th pick. I think it was. And uh Dallas, I think, had the 10th pick or something like that. And uh you know, I didn't realize these guys wanted a wide receiver in the first round. But obviously, our GM, Howie Roseman, knew that they did. So he did a deal with a division rival. And, uh, yeah, man, it was really funny, man. I felt bad for him because it was Giants and the Eagles, man. It's like it's like some new beef now. So we wasn't really – we wasn't really beefing with them. They were beefing with us. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, besides that, uh, I feel like um, – I feel like I don't know. I don't think I I know any team that really lost. Um, I felt like uh, everybody kind of did everything that you know was thought that the team should do, especially in the first twelve picks. I don't know if anybody truly lost. I mean, maybe you guys can probably help me with that one. But when I was watching the draft, I didn't see no no really big surprises. You know, except that one surprise that they. That I think that really wasn't a surprise with the Mac Jones situation. Everybody thought he was going to go to San Fran, but I didn't. I think that was smokescreen anyway. I didn't think. I thought Justin Fields dropping was the biggest surprise of the draft for me. I thought he was the second uh, best quarterback in that draft, and I feel like um, they kind of smeared his name. And maybe, maybe, maybe that newfound epilepsy had a lot to do with it. But I feel like the Bills. I mean, not the Bills, but the Bears may have the best draft because they snatched up that guy, Justin Fields, in the position that they did. I'm going to agree with you. I would say the Bears are the clear winners. Not only they drafted, I believe, the second-best quarterback in the draft, but they got offensive, um, they got offensive couple of linemen, a running back receiver. They, built, they basically built um, the front line and, and some weapons. So Fields, we, we know... Um, was it Jake? Not Jake Delon. Uh, <laughs> we know Andy Dalton. Dalton is not gonna be there for long, and um, Nick Foles. <laughs> so I think they're setting them up for. I think they're the ultimate winners of the draft. So I um I agree with that. Um, those no good, dirty eagles, dirty birds, stinking rotten. They they they're jealous of us. They're so jealous. You give them one ring, and they think they outsmart themselves. And once again, why did y'all lose that game on purpose? If y'all had kept and lost the game, you would have had that ninth that that ninth spot, and you could have could have drafted them. But no, everybody gets fired. <laughs> so all for no reason didn't have to happen. But it's all right. You nasty Eagles. I hate the Eagles. The Giants. I think they did well, right? And uh, Gettleman is to draft the best available person. At that spot, at, and um, so I'm happy with their what they did, and I'm surprised with the Jets. The Jets actually drafted pretty well. 
you know, the Jets sit last year at two and um two and fourteen, and they approved they get they approved their roster with what they needed. You know, they got Zach Wilson, they got a guard, they got a wide receiver, Elijah Moore, a running back, Mike um uh, Michael Carter, you know, and I'm I'm a Giants fan. I don't I don't want to say anything good about <laughs> the um the Jets. So I'm gonna give Jets their credit, and I'm also give the Bengals their credit. I'll give them a B for their draft. You know, um, they basically they did decent. You know, better than their previous usually C's for them. And I'll give a shout yep. out to Detroit because Detroit they got they got the guy they wanted to. Uh, I was shocked. Penn Swells, I think this is Swelling, got was dropped that far. And also, but I gotta give the Falcons. Yeah, the 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 yeah. Okay. And also the Falcons, I think they got a steal too. They got that uh, Kyle Pintus, the um, tight end. He's he's not pitch, a steal. Pitch, he's pitch. he's where he's supposed to be. <laughs> he's where he's supposed to be. He's not a steal. He's exactly where he's supposed to be. For the for for the for Detroit to actually do it right, yeah, it was a steal for Detroit. You know Detroit now. <laughs> Detroit used he just throw and pick and go play duck duck goose. So. I, I'm, I'm, I'll give, um, excuse me, Falcons. The Falcons usually play duck, duck, goose. So it seems like they did believe in um, uh, uh, Matt Ryan, Mighty Ice, and they're going to move a little forward. The team I like to laugh at is the 49ers. This is my boy Mo. He's a listener too. He always texts me and tells me about how, you know, how his team is the greatest and, and, and they're good and so forth. So they did get um, Trey Lawrence. And Mike um, Garoppolo, he's out the door. So <laughs> Garoppolo, you are out the door. Garoppolo is a game manager. And my friend and I, we had a big discussion. I said that Danny Dimes is better than Garoppolo. And I believe that based upon the numbers. So that's my little insight I think is going on in the draft. I had a question for y'all, though. Why is it that now it's okay to take a year off Um but anybody else that took a year off of college football, it was frowned upon. But now that you guys noticed since the COVID year, it was like, it's no problem. You know, a, a year off from playing, you didn't get the same reports or anything like that. You know, players, you know, players still got drafted around high places like Jamar Chase or the uh, offensive tackle from Oregon. But if it wasn't a COVID year and players took a year off, it's like a slight against them. You know, like uh, I, th- I think it was Mike Williams that did it before, but you know, it was such a knock or such like a, a a bad look if a player took a year off. But now, you know, because of the circumstances, you know, it didn't affect draft status. Anybody thought that was interesting? I do because you know the mentality they have because it's smart for these players to if they need to preserve themselves. You know, they literally playing for they said education, but most of them don't graduate a college degree. Yes, some institution, most institutions give the opportunity for them to come back. But I say money exchange in the sense of their service was given. And now they want to preserve their body for the, what actually where they get paid for, to work. So why they frown upon? Because it's more, I believe it's selfish. Because the university wants that player who they feel they gave them a college degree or free tuition to work for them. Exchange a barter system where labor for education. But the thing is, most of them don't, don't finish with that education or degree, right? So it's frowned upon as they're not, that the exchange is not completed at least three years, right? It's three years before um, you could go into the draft. So 
front of the pound. You know, they'll put, they put negative uh, advertising about you to try to lower your draft stock. Why? Because the institution is jealous and upset. So that's why I think. So this year, like the COVID, give them a free pass. And I, I respect the player because you know your worth and you know where you're going. Do what's best for you and your family. Because most of these players, they may go back, but most of them don't graduate with a degree, right? So what was the whole point? The college is to train you for your profession, whether whether or not you get the degree. I also think along with that, they like to say you're not a team player. That's and that's and that's always and that is always the number one thing. Remember when Jadavion Clowney sat out that year? Oh, he's not a team guy. Blah 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 blah. Man, the dude had like the greatest hit in college football history against Michigan, and you're gonna call him not a team guy? Like, even not even just sitting out the year, but when you think about it, Kelvin, they're talking about sitting out bowl games too. Like, oh, I don't want to get hurt. Because you're going to think about it. It's that one last game. Like, I can I can really understand saying, oh, okay, I'm not trying to play in the Liberty Bowl because, I mean, what if I what if I get hurt and that's going to hurt my status? Like, a lot of people was pushing for even Tua to come back when he was healthy. And we, he, I'm like, nah, like, dude, you can be, you can be hurt and just be chilling on a team and remain and just chill on a bench your first year while you get healthy and get paid that we know of if you're not getting paid at Alabama. But I just look at it as they always look for some type of some type of way to just make it seem like, oh, he's bad because I mean Jamar Chase him sitting out, I think it had to do a little bit more with not just with it just being COVID or whatever. It's just like basically like the whole scenario going on because like just looking at how LSU was, we started off with a starting quarterback, but then he gets up, he ends up getting hurt. Then we had, who was, I think it was Terrence Marshall who got drafted in the second round or third round. He ended up opting out later in the year. And a lot of people was like, well, why are you doing that? And at this point it's like, I mean, y'all already got tape on me anyway. So you can, you can go on the tape that we already have. I mean, because we already know what I can produce on the field. So oftentimes, I mean, I just think that they just like to find a way to just create um, adversity for you when it's not real adversity. It's, it's basically fake news. That's all it is to me. Definitely agree. And, and I, I believe, too, when they take the year off, it gives them time to preserve their body, their body rejuvenated. Uh, it takes time to, to get a hit again, get used to the hit. <laughs> Trust me, I played football. But still, your body is rejuvenated, is healing. And these guys have been playing football since Wee and up most of the time. So it's actually an advantage for them. And if you know you're going to get your money, forget them. Take care of you and your family. I will never be against a player who says, you know what, I'm going to a different city or I, I don't want to play or I want to hold out. Because you know why? They, at the end, of the, at the end of their career, they pay for it with their bodies. If you look at a lot of these athletes, they all walk normal like us. They limp they put their body through vigorous trials and tribulations and, uh, and, and, and consequences so they could perform for us. So if they, any athlete, I don't care if Julius Randle said, you know what, I'm done playing. Or, 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 or um, Shaquan Barkley said, you know what, I'm done playing. Hey, as long as you don't go to the Eagles, <laughs> I'm good. Just, you know, enjoy your life. Even if you go, go wherever you want to do. It's, you know, it's a privilege to see you go out there and do your thing. So 
please don't don't such a negative cachet on, on these athletes. They doing what's best for them. And, you know, don't be selfish for your own, your, your own greed or your own um, rewards you look for. But that, that's nothing but facts right there. Um, but I do want to talk about Justin Fields. Um, I mean, it's for once, I finally found a reason to why he has, he was, why his stock dropped. I finally saw it. I was watching NFL Live this week. And the main thing, although I didn't really think it was a big deal, it finally had something to do with football that that actually seemed kind of sort of legitimate. It had to do more about his mechanics. I'm like, okay, that's fine, but whatever. Like that can be fixed over time. It's just basically he just got the ball out. The way his mechanics when he throws, when he throws the ball doesn't stay above his arm, it kind of goes under, makes the release longer. Okay, fine. I mean, that's fixable. Cool, whatever. Like, but when it comes to certain talents, there's certain things that you can live with. Now, if it's not affecting the game at all, I mean, you'll be able to see that in OTAs or whatever the case may be. I mean, that's when you can start like slowly just implementing it in. It's just, it's baby steps. Like, let's not act like he's going to step in and immediately just go ahead and have it fixed he's pretty much is going to end up like a Patrick Mahomes situation. Andy Dalton is a bridge for a year. You got Nick Foles there. So basically you you're behind two backups. So he's pretty much in a great position to move forward. If he ends up either starting this year or starting next year, whatever the case may be. But one thing that we always realize about Chicago, they're always kind of like in that win now situation because now think about it. If Aaron Rodgers is out the door, that division is wide open. I mean, can you really depend on Minnesota? I mean, the Lions are the Lions. I mean, who else? So I feel like this is a great opportunity for Justin Fields for when his moment arrives. Hey, they might be able to run the they might be able to run a division with him because you already got a good defense. You already got some some playmakers over there. So I feel like him dropping down to 15 is a blessing in disguise. Like it seems it seems bad like pre-draft, but now looking at it, it looks pretty good. Um, I like what Miami did. Uh, you got another Alabama, Alabama connection. Um, same way you have it in Philly with Tua and Jalen also with uh, – yeah, I've had to make sure there's two Jalen. There's Jalen Waddle and Jalen Hurts. Uh, Jalen Waddle and Tua. Now you also have another opportunity with Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. So now we have some more explosive offenses on the field. Um, Mac Jones at 15 will actually be interesting to see how that is moving forward. Um, I mean, He's a solid quarterback, but I mean, he's kind of like that regular guy that Tom Brady looked looked like in his beginning years of New England, and then he's transformed into this this superstar over time when the moments is hot. I feel like I don't want to say he's going to be the next player like that, but I feel like they have a feeling that it can potentially be that. Um, any others? I mean, obviously my squad got Najee Harris, but I know we got some additional offensive linemen. I'm actually interested about uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I don't expect them to be good this year, 
but you got Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne in the backfield. So, I mean, I ain't saying they're going to win the division, but as long as Urban Meyer has the right, the right coaching staff and the right personnel on the squad, I mean, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they look moving forward. Um, and I'll just follow up with the next question, just looking at the draft. Um, did you feel like your team got better? I'm going to say, uh, I agree with you. Um, that feels is special. I'm going to say, yes, the Giants got better just because of the division we're in. <laughs> you know, the division we are, we're the least. And um, the Giants have um, um, Daniel Jones coming back for his third season, make or break. Uh, they put weapons around him. Uh, off season, we, we literally overhaul the defense and put some linemen there. Um, they draft a, a, a playmaker wide receiver. So this is the make or break year. I don't see Washington improving. Cowboys, they got back um, Prescott, but I didn't see their defense approve. You know, they, they picked up a few pieces, but I don't see, you know, they pick a corner, a defensive tackle, a couple of guys, but I'm not impressed with them. I don't trust the coaching staff. You know, McCarthy works. McCarthy needs Aaron Rodgers to succeed. All right. So I don't see him going anywhere. And Philadelphia is a hot mess. So I believe, honestly believe that the Giants did improve and that they have the opportunity. Only thing is that Danny Dimes cannot be Danny Fumbles. If that dude could hold the ball or throw it away at the proper time, I think we could win the division. So that's what I'm thinking. So I think we got better. The Giants did get better. So I definitely. You're hearing it first. We will be better than the New York Giants, Eagles, this year. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh now, cry later. Um, but check this out, right? So a lot of people don't really realize about our team is we had 17 different offensive line changes last year. Now we uh, got stronger on the offensive line, um, but we have our all-pro guard coming back our all pro left tackle coming back um our rookie didn't play last year he was a first round draft pick dillard um and we still got melada so the nfl is all about quarterback play in the trenches that's it so Kevin, now our, yes. i'm sorry to interrupt you but you have a okay. new coaching staff yes and new i'm glad system. you brought that up i'm glad you brought that up because who also had a new coaching staff last year was the washington football team and they made it to the playoffs. So that unknown sometimes can work to your, to your benefit. So I'm glad you brought that up because we don't know what the, uh, our, our new head, head coach is going to do. So yeah, therefore, Calvin, I apologize unknown. to interrupt you. You can't lie to the audience. What? You, the Washington team was gifted, gifted that went to that gifted that went to make the playoff. Gifted. What, right? Phil, was your, was your coach a new coach too? A new coach, but we was playing better. No, and, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. He, we was playing you better. Me, since you interrupted me, let me ask you a question. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me between the Giants and the Redskins, that both had new staffs, one of those teams is going to make the playoffs, correct? Yep. Yeah. So and, that's my point. How did it? How did the Washington team make the playoff? You're saying because of my. You're going to say because of the Eagles, right? 
It's, it's, of course, okay. y'all gifted okay. them. No, no, that's so, fine. But, yeah, but, so but don't make with, it, you make it seem oh, like they actually earn it. They didn't earn it. No, no. You gifted I, them. You, you go ahead, Kitchi. I apologize. I don't want you to, yeah, I don't want you to miss my point. My point is that you proved my point, actually. Both teams, whether it be the Giants or the Redskins, both had new coaching staffs that were going to get their teams into the playoffs for their first year. So us having a new coaching staff doesn't mean we're going to be a, a fall off. It, it could be it could be a benefit to us because it showed that the Redskins made the playoffs with a new coaching staff that year, and the Giants would have they weren't gifted to new coaching staffs, so that could play to our benefit. What I'm saying is now I think our quarterback play is going to be better, and our offensive line play is going to be better. So I do think in that division, which was a toss up anyway, I feel like with a playmaker, official playmaker like Devontae on our wing right now. <laughs> I feel like we can uh, definitely make the playoffs. I'm not saying we're an elite team, but the uh, NFC lease is not an elite division. So I feel like we got better in the sense of um, not the draft per se, but uh, injuries and people coming back in a new coaching staff that I think is going to be better than our coaching staff last year. So here's the thing, audience, Calvin and tell you. Washington <laughs> had Alex Smith, who knew – who knew how to be a game manager, which helped gave him the advantage because he knows how to he knows how to play the position, doesn't try to overextend himself and keep it simple. The Giants had a, a yes, they has a new coaching staff, but most of the players play together, right? And that um and and then they learned and they got better throughout. They had to learn adjust. Cowboys had a new coach, McCarthy. I think McCarthy was his first year too. But they're just a hot mess. They lost their quarterback, right? So Philadelphia actually had the most seasoned staff, right? With injuries most injuries. So most injuries. Most injury, but seasoned staff, right? Mm-hmm. They gifted. Once again, they had the opportunity to win. They pulled out their starting quarterback, put in <laughs> the sixth depth chart quarterback. I think he was a wide receiver or a linebacker. And he still gifted hurt. Washington. The win. They made no effort just to get a six pick, which they traded and it came back again. And if they had decided to win, they would have had the knife pick. What? Oh, right? let me just pause you but, real quick. You know what? But, but, you one second. So don't get fooled by Calvin and the Philadelphia Stinkers <laughs> because they got they gifted Washington, right? And in other words, Washington was gifted and they're not coming back next year because they had, they're looking for a new quarterback, right? Jalen Hurts. His first time under the new system, under the new coaching staff. That's going to take time, right? So Dallas, they have Prescott. They have the second year. But guess what? They didn't improve their defense. So what that leads you to believe? The Giants is going to take the division. Simple as that. Thank you. Go ahead. Continue. I apologize, Calvin. Alan, I'm just trying to answer the question that you asked, man. Who, if your team got better, and I think my team got better, for different reasons, but one of those reasons was because we're going to come back healthy and we do have a, a, a definite number one, a number one wide receiver, which we didn't have over the last couple of years. So I'm going to stick with Go for the, the Giants. Go ahead. We didn't want to play for y'all, man. And we saved his life. Audience, look at the picture when Devontae got drafted by the Eagles. He looked upset. <laughs> he was like, That's- huh? That's totally false because he was talking about trying to trying to reconnect with his boy uh, Hertz before the draft even started. He was talking about how good it would be if he could re- reconnect with him. 
Look so, at the picture false. when he got drafted. Fake news. Fake look, news. Look, 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 look at the picture. He looked humble. He looked and humble. please comment, he, he email us humble. at ladiesofdudesgmail.com. Um, hit us on Instagram, Facebook, and tell me your response. A lady is some dudes, or Google us, a lady is some dude podcast, and just hit us up on Messenger or send us the picture of how Devontae looked when he got drafted. <laughs> how does your how does your first round pick look when he got drafted? He was happy. I don't he was think jumping he saw up and, he was jumping up and who, We don't even know who he was. Nobody knows oh, we who, knew he who he is. was. Who is that kid? Who is that yeah, kid? Come you, on. You, you did, before the draft started, you never mentioned his name. Go ahead and lie. No, because we were looking for De- Devontae. Okay, then. So we, we wanted to – all indications was a, y'all was going to get a quarterback or what, who else y'all was – what was the indication? A, a quarterback wide receiver, or – A wide receiver. No, it wasn't Devontae. Y'all was not looking at Devontae. Y'all was looking at looking the at other was, guys. We're looking at a wide receiver or cornerback. And the cornerbacks went first. So we mm-hmm. took the best the best option for our team, which was you the Heisman. You, dra- you, the Heisman. you, you traded. <laughs> you heard. You, you, you literally went into the Giants draft room, had a bug, heard, went to Cowboys, like, listen, we got to screw the Giants over. The only way we could do it. And Y'all wasn't going to use me right, baby. Y'all wasn't going to read Alabama, I'm sorry. Alabama, baby. Yo, please. We know how to use raw receivers. No, That's terrible. what we have. A, we have a, a mobile quarterback who could sling the rock. So now nah, Devontae would have average that flourish. Flourishing is, is a bit. Sling is a bit. Yeah, of right. That's right. a bit of a. Wait, what do you think we call Danny Danny Dimes? Uh, He's Danny slinging Dimes, that. Danny Dimes is called Dimes for accuracy. Accuracy sling- and slinging the rock. Slinging, oh, slinging. Oh, Alan, you should not be in this conversation because your quarterback is old, Over wrinkled, rated. and he needs to retire. All right. I mean, <laughs> okay, but. I mean, at least he can sling the rock. <laughs> if you give him five days, <laughs> because he can't hey, move no and, more. And, and this is and this is where I come in because you want to know why you got to give him five days because our offensive line was trash. Granted, we I did agree. get Najee Harris in the first round, which I am happy about. But um, I was like, well, I guess we're gonna have to take a tackle somewhere down the line because our offensive line was like bottom tier last year, which we did eventually got a tackle. Um, we also did get another tight end because we didn't have like the old tight ends that Pittsburgh would have, like the Heath Millers, the Jesse James, who I think he ended up going to. I don't remember what squad he ended up going to. We ended up going to another squad. Um, and then we also got some more linebackers since we had some depart like Bud Dupree. Um, and then we still got Devin Bush who's coming back from that injury. So, I mean, I think our squad got better um we still have a ways to go um the main thing i'm just looking for is just can we protect ben roethlisberger and can can we get the run game going because here's the thing with roethlisberger remember how he made his bill on his money able to extend the he's play. not trying to do that though he's and really that's not, the he's, thing I don't think that's do the no issue more. though. But if you can't if you can't pass protect for enough time or you or you're depending on uh on a 30, what is he like 30? I don't know. He's in 36, his mid-30s. In his mid-30s. You're expecting a person like that who hasn't been been knocked around, beat up on the same way we talk about how Cam's been running around, been beat up for years. You expecting him to throw the ball 40 times a game. No, we got to get the ball out of his hands and allow a running game because mm-hmm. when Le'Veon left, that's when we no longer had a running game. No, I agree. Yeah, I was like, look, James Conner's good, but I'm not high on him. 
So I I never I mean, was either. I was out with you on that, Alan. I feel like that Harris that Harris move for you guys was elite because that's Pittsburgh style of football. You gotta you gotta put less ground. pressure. Yeah, you gotta put less pressure on Ben Roethlisberger, the burger to throw the ball around. And, 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 and mind you, you guys didn't have the cream of the crop far as uh, receivers, in my opinion. You know, I always thought you guys was better when it was a balanced attack, when you could have somebody coming out the backfield with hands like Najee and can run the ball between the tackles and get yards after contact. So I think Steelers football is back with that one move. And I feel like uh, an elite running back, Connor was not that, but elite running back, you know, takes some pressure off that offensive line also. So I do think y'all first round draft pick was, uh, especially at the, at the spots you guys got them, I think it was on point. Yeah, definitely. That opened up the option, you know, um, play actions definitely for you. Give Roethlisberger extra a few seconds to get the release that boy. He But he has to understand he's not young no more. He can't be razzle-dazzle breaking the thing. He got to throw that ball away <laughs> or pass it off or little side, you know, uh, screens. They always got to have a screener for him because to keep him throughout the season. If you realize that's why he was doing that a lot last year. But the thing is, I mean, you're talking about 11 games in the season, like teams picked up on that. You want to know why? Because our offensive line is garbage. So now that we got a running game, it eliminates that issue. Wait a minute, Alan. You were here when y'all was going undefeated, and and Calvin no, and I remember we, we say that running game. But I was. I know. But you was. But you was. We have a net. Pull the tape. Listen, this. Pull the tape. This dude was going all We could pull the tape. We could pull the tape. All hype. We was like, that's the meanest. 10 and 0 we ever seen. You want to know what I, you also want to know what I said? When everyone what? says 11 and 0, they was like, how do you think they'll finish? I was like, at least 12 and 4. Even <laughs> when we won, I was like, at least 12 and 4. And do I, I think we was going undefeated? Going Absolutely not. I'd rather, I, I mean, I could pull up the tweet. I <laughs> found it, but I definitely got it. I was like, at best, we should finish 12 and 4. And yeah, because we, we did say, we did say it to, to his defense, to be honest, Phil, uh-huh. he wasn't. I was trying to bait Allen into talking crazy about Steelers, but he wouldn't do it <laughs> because we were all in agreement that they had a favorable schedule. Yeah, we thought they had a real favorable schedule, and the back half was their toughest challenges. And we realized that they didn't have a running game. So when we found all those things out, Allen wasn't talking the crazy talk. So you know, I had to give him his props on that because I was waiting for him to say because I was like, "Yeah, that's the worst." I think I was like, that's the worst 11 old team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he was like, yeah, we really need X, Y, and Z. And I don't really feel Connor. So I got to give him that on that one. I got to give all it right, to we him. We let you slide. <laughs> we got to let him slide on that. Fake 11 old all season. You know your team. You know your team, man. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he wasn't going crazy. He wasn't ODing on him. I got to give him that. But. You know, that concludes another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes podcast. Just make sure that you follow us on uh, Instagram. Also follow us on Facebook. Um, We also have content coming out daily. Well, let me not say daily, but you can always listen to our content daily. So until next time, y'all, peace. I hate the Eagles. (laughs) The only reason that the 76ers have hardware is because of Thibodeau. Once Thibodeau 76ers. I mean, I mean, the Boston, Boston Celtics got hardware because Tom Thibodeau was the defensive orchestra of that team. Doc Rivers had nothing to do with it. Doc her. Rivers, Doc Rivers, when he left, what Doc Rivers done? Doc Rivers lost six 
uh, league in the, in the playoff. A 3-1 and 3-2. Loss. When Thibodeau was there, he advanced to the so championship Thibodeau, and lost Thibodeau, in the championship. Has been, been a head coach? Has he ever got to a conference finals as a head coach? Yes, with the Bulls. Where? Then the Bulls oh, play the Cavs. Yeah, Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So did, did he ever get to a championship? Not yet, because not yet. But I believe I believe in or next no, few years. Not yet means no. Not yet means no. Okay, so no. So, so he's had opportunities as question, a head coach. Who had a better opportunity to win a championship for a long and extensive amount of time as a head coach? Between Doc Rivers, Clippers, Lob City, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, um, Lou Williams, Chris, um, um, who else you had? You had uh, I think uh, Blake Griffin, young Blake so Griffin. We don't, we don't have to. I think the Chicago team is better personally, so I don't think we have to go that far in naming yeah. people because I think that that, that MVP D Rose. Yeah, Joe and he got Noah, hurt. The Luau Day, he was hurt. Yeah, but they were Taj he was Gibson. hurt. Right, right. No, no, they were hurt. Yeah, Jaquem Noah. So that team to me had a better opportunity because. I feel like they were hitting on all cylinders. They just ran into that that LeBron James. Okay, so what's the Clippers? What's the Clippers' excuse? Who I they ran the into? I, I, they I ran into themselves. No, no, I never believed in Blake Griffin, and I feel like Blake Griffin has always been who he was. Doc Rivers or not, he's always been that guy that 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 never showed up and never took a team on his back. So I, I feel like they he had Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul has never did took a team on his back to go to the championship either. But so, here's the thing. Chris Paul's argument, or their argument, is that they want to play the same style, lob, 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 and they never allowed Chris Paul to really orchestrate the offense, meaning attack like Phoenix has or Houston, allow him to attack. They want to lob, lob, pass, thing. They didn't allow him to attack. Doc Rivers lost six leads, right? Six leads. Six leads, whether it was 3-2 or 3-1, right? Doc I'm Rivers has not loss, been though. to a championship without no Thibodeau. Huh? He has no championship. Thibodeau, Tibbs has no championship as a head yes, coach. Yes, he does. He's the only one. As a yes, head he coach, he has none. Not as a head coach, but he was exactly. the lead assistant. So what are we talking about? Thing. What are we talking I'm about? I'm telling you. He I'm has a donut. This. He has a donut. It's one to nothing. It's one to nothing. One you can to even, nothing. You can even just go as far as conference finals. Outside of that one, how many conference finals compared to... Doc Rivers? Doc? Yeah. Without or with Thibodeau? Without yeah, Thibodeau, it doesn't matter. As, without as Thibodeau, a, as a, as a, no, zero. we're just talking about as a head coach. As a head, without as Thibodeau, a head coach. zero. We're with Thibodeau, the rules, man. We're talking about head coaches here. Okay, with, with Thibodeau, listen, with Thibodeau as assistant, changing two. the argument. Without Thibodeau, zero. That's changing all I'm the argument. So, Tibbs, how many do he have? How many championships has he been to as a head coach? As a head not coach, not even one. We're not even talking about win, just get zero. He has not been, but zero, ladies. But he was the head orchestra zero. to help um, Doc Rivers win a championship. That's all I'm saying. Doc Rivers have not won a championship without Thibodeau. Facts. Facts. Tom Thibodeau have not won a championship without Doc Rivers. Exactly. That's all we need to hear. That's all we hear. That's all we need to hear. The truth comes out. And Thibodeau, Donut, Doc Rivers have not won a championship without Tom Thibodeau. That's it. And have not been to a conference final without him. But he's won a, Thibodeau he's has won been to a conference finals without Doc Rivers. He had to learn from somewhere. No, he, no, Doc he, Thibodeau. Doc I mean, think Thibodeau. about it. Think about it. How else are you going to get it? How else are you going to get experience? I mean, you don't got to be the head. You just got to be there. 
He he was also there on the staff. He don't he don't like the facts. He don't like the. Truth he was there with the Knicks like the with uh, 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 with um Van Gundy when the '99 Knicks when they went to the final. He was a part of this coaching staff. So always a, always a help me. <laughs> he never did anything for himself as a head honcho. Always a help me guy. So you, oh, you got yeah, you got Marvel. his help. He's so who help you me. more pressed with? <laughs> who you more pressed with? Tom Thibodeau this year or Doc Rivers? Based upon the team they with? have. Um, that that's a good one. I think I I think I'll give them both both credit the same credit because Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers put our team in, which is number one right now in the East. As like of number today, one. As yes, of, as of, as of November. I mean, with like we're like we're like ten games left in the season. Second. Yeah, and your guy, your guy is getting praised for just being better than they were for you know the last ten years. No. So how many super how many different. superstars on the team? You superstars. Kids. Yeah, super, super, no, none, super, none, exactly. okay, super, exactly, superstar, right? none. Yeah, none. I mean, superstars I mean, on have, this. Yeah, have two, one. You we don't have ben, star. Ben, we have Ben Simmons, I think superstar. I think, ben I think not superstar? No, nah, I think it be. I don't think Ben was ever in the, in the MVP conversation. I think a superstar is more in the MVP conversation, which in B, this is his first year of being in that. So I think in B, is a superstar. I think Ben is an awesome. How many max plays you have on that team? Two, <laughs> three. Harris, Embiid, and Ben. Nah, Harris. I don't think Harris. I don't think he you got the max Harris contract, max right? But that was because of circumstances. A lot of people get max contracts because of the circumstances. I, I agree. don't think nobody nobody would look at uh, Tobias as a max player. So but he is. If you got to walk around saying you're an all star, you're not a max player. Yeah, the he guy never a, made an all star. He game. said he's an all star. He, he never made. It's, it's, no, but that's my point. If you have to walk around saying you're an all star, you're not a max player. <laughs> I agree, exactly. but he is one. Exactly. He is a max based upon his contract. He's a max player, right? Yeah, but you, you, you trying, trying to check this? You want to so know I'm how saying, blasphemous wait. this? You... Oh man, my thing. You want to know how how skewed it sounds? It sounds skewed because look, Nicholas Batum got a max contract, but that man barely played in Charlotte his last year. There we go. That's, also, that's he's, exactly, he's rejuvenated and that's, that's in, in, in Clippers. Would, would, would let you know. So here here's what I'm saying. The that's reason why I'm argument, saying Thibodeau is doing a better job than Doc because Doc has a better team, overall better team than the Knicks. Fact. But better I'm saying, team. all right. So so we're in. We're we remind you that we are we are in the East, right? Yeah. So these guys, these guys. Everybody would say to you that the East got three good teams on there, right? Yeah. We have um, – uh, people would say four because people thought Boston was supposed to be better. And but Miami. you would say Milwaukee. You, mm-hmm. would, say, uh, you would say Brooklyn. You mm-hmm. would say the Sixers, right? Okay. The Knicks, the Knicks are not in those conversations. No. So, therefore, they are doing better than people expected. Right. Which is the bar's low. So, I can't no, give not. them better than – the bar's very low. The, the bar is very the, low for them. Low the bar is not very low for the the bar. Okay, they accept. I, I, I agree. They, the 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 ex, the agreements for this year was that the Knicks are supposed to win twenty two games, right? Low, very right, low. low, very low. So taking the team, the expectation was low just to make them relevant, you know, decent. But now they are currently fourth. I think they may drop down. They may drop down to five, six. If you know things pan out, they have a harder schedule, five, six. So that's what I'm saying. With I'm gonna tell you the teams in the playoff, right? How many superstars or all stars Washington has? Zero. Oh, two. I mean one, one this one, year. For this one year. superstar, one all star, right? I'd say two all stars. Two okay. Indiana. Two. 
None. All star. Yeah. Sabonis. Yeah, by default. Okay. Charlotte. They have. I think they have. They they did just a rag bunch of guys who played well. I don't future, see future future all star in Lamelo. Yeah, future, but Miami. Two. Two, two legitimate ones. Boston. One and a half. Boston. Two. Two. Two, two and a half. Who's, Who's the half? half? Kimba. I think Kimba. Kimba. Healthy oh, Kimba. Half. Okay, I'll give you that. Half. Atlanta. One, maybe. Trey Young. One and a, yeah. Capella is a Capella's not all star, but he nah. he's averaging triple one. double. One. One, like we said. Okay. One. One. Hunter. Okay. One, but they have right. New York. Two. Who's one, really. Two? Who's the second one? I think people just I, – I don't like the disrespect D-Rose be getting. I think D-Rose can go. I feel like D-Rose I agree, is but, the reason but why you guys – But is D-Rose the same D-Rose from well, – What's the difference? You D-Rose, okay. he, right. was, he was MVP Rose but first. Okay. Well, so, but but he I was a like, former – okay. I feel like – like Here's my point. Here's my credit. point. And I'm just going to – we're not going to talk about the top three, right? The top three teams. That's it. Have the Knicks done better with one or one and a half all-star versus Washington? Okay, out of all the teams at the bottom, who ha- how many teams do you think is better on paper than the Knicks? Not, aside from their records, the beginning of the year, you look at their roster from those, those teams that's in the um, – that's those teams that's on that from four to ten. Not even Chicago because Chicago has a better team. They're just bad coaching, right? Right. Yeah. Compared to the rosters, what do you think? I honestly think, like, I mean, you might not like the answer, but I feel like from five to ten, um, you can shuffle a bag. Yeah. Shuffle. You shuffle yeah, a bag. I mean, I didn't really think. I didn't really think it was. I, I thought, thought the Knicks was compete. a playing team this year. Playing. I never thought fourth play. Playing tenth because of what happened last they year. Last year. All right, I'll give it to you, Phil. They definitely, they definitely did better than expected. I'll give you that. But the bar That's was low. That's all I'm saying. But what I'm saying is this: nobody expected us to be in front of Brooklyn this year. I don't. I feel like everybody thought we was going to be three C, four C. You no, know, what everybody saying? thought one two. One two. Everybody knew the. the nobody trusted the Milwaukee. We all knew Milwaukee. No way, because we got time to see Milwaukee have a great regular season and play off, fall off. Only three teams everybody was talking about. Number one, Brooklyn. Number two, Philadelphia. Number three, Miami. And number four, Milwaukee. That's you it. You forgot Boston. Boston. You forgot Boston, Boston. Oh, Boston. Boston. Number five, Boston. That's what I'm saying. But I, I think we was always, to my estimation, I thought we was all in that, always in that three to five range. You pull up the tape. I always thought we was in that three to five range. The, because Nick, the, the 76ers? Sixers. Yeah, I thought okay. we was in three remember, to five range. I remember it was yeah. Evans who was thinking they were top thing. Okay. Right. So I feel like Doc, I feel like Doc did a great coaching job. So that's why I don't want to, I don't want to undermine what he did. But at the same time, I'm not trying to undermine what Tibbs did. So I said, I give him equal value because. That's a, that's a, that's a what great... Doc did. Doc has a better yeah. roster, a better supporting staff, a team went to the playoff, and they're young guns. I have to give Tibbs what he's done with this team. He's the coach of the year. We got swept in the playoffs last year, man. It was Our the Boston. bubble. Okay. Yeah, got swept I mean, in the bubble. Who y'all played? Miami? You played Boston. Boston. We got Boston. swept. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did get swept, but the expectations, 
I, I honestly think so. That's why I'm just feel, not being objective with this, man. You just, I feel you just, that you just Tibbs want to get did a way better job than Doc Rivers, who Doc Rivers has way four better? bazookas and a wow. chopper and a flagship. Uh, four bazookas? <laughs> four bazookas, right? Who he got four, four bazookas? bazookas. Yo, his son-in-law is out there killing people too. He has a curry. <laughs> he got four bazooka, a, 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 a naval flagship. Not What's a naval base? <laughs> What's that, that that thing called that that, that the you can let aircraft carrier right, right? Going yeah, you, you secretly go, you secretly got a crush on us, man. That, see, I, no, I, I, I didn't even say yeah. I, I didn't even say we got four bazookas. Listen, so I don't have a, a hate for Philadelphia. I want y'all. It's a good joke. The only team I hate is the Eagles. That's the <laughs> team. What they've done to us. What they've done to us in the past, and the hate was was strengthened. What they did to us in the in the um playoff. Hey, the Alan, we got the we worst, had. We had the and worst then in the draft, and we the most hated. <laughs> and in the draft, record popping like the right, song that's, says. <laughs> that's crazy, yo. <laughs> yo, that's why. So, I like I said, I believe, and this probably could be a bonus throwaway episode so forth. That Tom Thibodeau is a better coach than Doc Rivers, and did much. He did more with less, and I believe if Thibodeau had the had the seventy sixes. The 76ers with, with are going Minnesota. to a conference finals and taking Brooklyn to a seven-game series. Where's Tibbs at Minnesota? Remember, Minnesota haven't seen the player for 10, 15 years, and he took a rag bunch of dysfunctional teams and still got them in the playoff. Fired? Yeah, he got because because they he didn't want to trade Butler, Jimmy Butler, and they and they and they threw him. But guess what? They had the most success with him there. They climbed, they climbed, and on top of that, he got them into a playoff. And they flat have not line, been in the playoffs since. It's, it's flatline. They had a bunch of young talent, and they flatline. And they were mad because Cat didn't want to work hard. You, you know Jimmy Butler. You had him. Excuses. Andrew Wiggins and everything else. Nobody like, wanted to work hard. And but Jimmy Butler like, nah, man, I ain't come from this one. And then so far, you heard, you remember the what they? I would love to have Jimmy Butler tell that story. Well, how he took the third team and beat. They the had Levine team. too. They didn't have Levine too. Yes. No, Levine. They traded Levine. They traded. Traded they, they traded. They oh, traded Levine before, to get before Tibbs got yeah. there. Yeah, they traded Levine to get that. So that's Tibbs what I'm saying. Tibbs not a bad coach, man. Tibbs not a bad coach. I'm I, not hating I, on Tibbs. I, I'm not hating on Tibbs, but I'm saying that what he done, he is. I, I knew, knew. I have been not expect. Remember why I said I denounced the Knicks because I thought they're gonna be trash. Another exactly. trash year. Exactly. So that's them. more. That's an indictment on yourself, right there. Exactly. Because and guess you, what? It's and crazy. Guess, remember what my prediction was uh, before the season even started, Phil. I'm, and I'm still standing on it. I said, look, the Hornets are going to make the playoffs this year. Uh, and, and it looked like they are. The playoff. I don't think they – I think they hold on to the eighth seed. Now, now, let's say this too, though. Now, that's why I think that LaMelo was getting a lot of credit that I don't know if it was warranted because it was, but at the same time, I feel like they had a squad with or without him. It was pretty, they've been doing pretty good. Listen, I'm, that, the squad is – No, the squad is – is, yeah, without him, but I think the, they actually believe. I've seen them play last year live, right? And they beat the Knicks because Julius Randle was trying to do one and against a turnover thing so far. But that team was a it's relatively the same team. They just believe the same coaches staff every day. They believe this year. They actually think they could win because of Lamelo. He has a, a fictitious, not fictitious. He has he's affected the team in a positive way. So that I think if Lamelo was not there, if you watched him, you didn't even watch him last year. Unless they even seventy six, he probably turn on. And watch the first half and turn it off. No, I didn't watch him. You're right. I didn't watch him. I watched you, him. I watched year, him last year. I watched a couple of games, and this team was a disaster. It was a joke. 
but they were better than the Knicks. The Knicks, yeah, they were pretty young too, though. They were pretty young. Correct. We knew we wasn't gonna be good, like, and and because here's here's the issue, and this is where like the Gordon Hayward like situation. This is where it was supposed to be his moment to shine. So it's like the Hornets will play any team tough for like a whole like first half. Yeah. Right. And then by like third quarter, they just hit a drought. No one can hit a shot or nothing like that. And even That's though they why, had Terry and 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 um Graham, like like no one, no one, no. And and this is the other issue that I have with the Hornets. We we always have small guards. Right. That is part of our problem. Like now we got Lamelo. And that's but, what the, and the Malik, rookie of the year. And then it's like we got Malik. Malik can get you a bucket. Right. But you have to like have him like in the flow of the game. If you don't, if you don't keep him involved in the game, like you're kind of like pulling him out. Cause my cousin's like, yo, did Malik play? I ain't gonna win without him. I said, bro, we can win without him, but you just have to find ways to just keep him involved and just get him touches here and there. That's it. That's it. Because easily, Malik can easily go off for 30. Like right. But the thing is that he he's still young in the game. And he haven't found his consistent niche. And that's why I think LaMelo kind of give that team the desire to win, belief they did could win, and they could go forward. They literally the same team from last year. Only new piece is LaMelo and I forgot the other draft pick. But literally the same Hayward. team. Hayward, Hayward. those two Can guys. Can we tell the truth, though? Hornets, yeah, yeah. Hornets with LaMelo is better than the Knicks. They'll beat the Knicks. Look, I'm, like honestly, honestly, look, look. Me and my homies, we like, bro. We got to try to slide up so we can face the Knicks, bro. Like we've been, we've been talking about that mess on Twitter. We be like, bro, we got to try I'm to get. Not gonna the lie, Knicks, I, 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 I don't have no faith unless the Knicks play. I don't know who any team the Knicks play. I'm afraid of the uh, Hornets. I'm afraid of Miami. <laughs> afraid of every team in in the. You're afraid of the Sixers. You're afraid yeah, of Sixers? I'm afraid of Sixers too. Y'all could beat y'all could beat the heck out of us. I'm I'm afraid. But you um, got two teams. <laughs> Skivine, ain't it? That's it. So <laughs> I don't know who we could beat. I don't know who the matchup. I, only person I, I could not even Indiana. <laughs> the only team, unless somehow Toronto gets in there. Or like <laughs> Orlando. I'm afraid of every team in the playoffs. What's the what's the t- if the if the if it was the playoffs started today, who will you guys be playing? Atlanta, and we're gonna lose. Why? Why do you think you'll lose? Because they the shooters actually could shoot. We can't disturb. We have we beat Atlanta, right? I think we we swept them this year. Trey Young still out with that. He's back. Atlanta? He's back, and they won last night. But they could shoot, and and the Knicks would disrupt. The defense are great, but they disrupt your shooting rhythm. These guys just keep shooting, and they make it. So how could you stop someone who don't care? And they'll keep shooting. And that's the thing. The Knicks don't have a shooter. We don't have a knockdown shooter. We try to drag the clock down. We try to play playoff half, style. Half-court offense. Right, half-court offense. And the, we're rough, and we try to wear you down and tie you out. And that's why we, you know, your legs is weak, and we take you down, and we take it from there. So that's the thing. So that's why I'm afraid. Boston, I'm afraid. I, I can't tell you. Only team. We lost to every team except, I think, Atlanta. We, I don't think we swept anybody. In this thing, and we have the worst conference record. We have the worst conference record. What was it? The conference? We have in the division. We're three and eight in the division. Three and eight. You know who has the best record? The Sixers, Brooklyn? ten and two. Nope. 
Sixers. Sixers, baby. And no, sorry. And Milwaukee has 10 and 0 in their division. Oh, okay. So that's why. So it doesn't look good for the Knicks. I'm happy they make a first round. I don't think they're going to pass the first round. If they do, it'll be a miracle. You got two teams. Don't worry about it, man. You got two teams. I know. I'm good. They'll they'll be hating. Yo, there's more room, man. It's amazing. It's amazing how you got two teams. You and Deion are something else, man. Like I said, I'm from Brooklyn. (laughs) How could I leave my native home? I'm a born American. My parents are Haitian. So you want me to leave Haiti? And no, think about oh, Haiti and my God. heritage. Just leave Alan. my heritage. I'm born Alan, American. I'm born question, Brooklyn, Alan. but my parents are Haitian. So I just forget can my Haitian can I just ancestry. Ask Alan the question: How long has Brooklyn been the Brooklyn Nets? How many years since Paul years? Pearson? Seven. Seven. Maybe. Yeah, something like seven. that. So all of a sudden, you're a native. <laughs> like for seven years, you've been silent on them, but all of a sudden, this native talk comes in. Isn't it very convenient when, when they when they get a whole a truckload of superstars? You start pulling a native car like that is amazing to me. <laughs> Listen, there's if, no way you can justify that. Go ahead. Let's, if let's the Buccaneers moved to Philadelphia with the current roster, right? If it was called the Philadelphia Buccaneers, what are you gonna do? Eagles fan. It's not Eagles even a question. Fan? I'm an Eagles fan, man. Like I can't. I can't and have if, two teams. If, if like, LeBron James team up. With Luka Doncic, right, and and Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar, came to Philadelphia and formed a new team for the Philadelphia yeah. Basketball Eagles. Right. Listen, I'll say this now. now, now let me be honest. I'll yeah. be like, yo, look, I'll root for them if my team goes out. I'll say that, but they're not gonna be my team. They're like, you guys are claiming these guys as your team. Like that's ridiculous. I'll be yeah, like, like, look, I, I want to see them do well because they represent the city. We could probably stay at my, my sister team. house for the parade if you want to go. <laughs> oh, you got yo, it's amazing to me, man. I gotta figure out a way to do with two teams, man. It's great. You, you can never lose it. with two teams. You, you already done lose. it. You secretly love the Giants, and you and the GM talks all the Giant. time how you can employ to, to mess up with the yeah, yeah steps child. Yeah, hate us and yeah, do everything, and you love us. So stop watching us. Yo, now that's a, that's a that's a 